Welcome to Shift, a college admissions ACT and SAT podcast for a changing world. I'm Tyler, the founder of Achievable, and we have an affordable ACT course that includes everything you need to ace the ACT. A full textbook, tons of questions backed by our memory-enhancing algorithm, a built-in study planner, and full-length practice exams. You can get a free trial by going to achievable.me, and if you like it, use the code podcast to get 10% off at checkout. Now, let's get started. Today, bringing back our first guest from the very beginning of this uh, podcast here, uh, Steph Shu from Admitsi, and excited to have you back. There's a lot's changed in the admissions world since um, even when it was it November, so it's not it hasn't even been a year yet. Um, and yeah, we're really looking forward to talking about one of the biggest ones, um, which is the, the SCOTUS ruling. Uh, but first, do you mind just introducing yourself and your company for people who haven't heard you before? Absolutely. Great to be back. I loved doing our first episode together. Uh, my name is Steph, as Tyler mentioned, and I'm the founder and CEO of Admitsi. And what Admitsi is, is a crowdsourced college admissions platform that features successful college applications that are uploaded by students themselves so that applicants can refer to essays and extracurriculars and student advice straight from the college students themselves. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and I feel like this is going to be a question you're going to be <laughs> getting a lot um, pretty soon here, if not already. But the, the SCOTUS ruling was really interesting because um, on the one hand, they basically struck down affirmative action and said that you're it's not fair to make admissions decisions based on race. But then they also added this like sort of caveat, or I don't even know if you want to call it a loophole. That might be kind of strong words. But they basically just said, well, obviously, if you write about your background and experience, which may include your race in your essays, it's totally fine for universities to consider that. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, you know, to me, the way that I read that was basically that if you are coming from, let's call it a background that is underrepresented or a background that you believe the university would want to um, ensure that they have as a part of their student body, right? Where you can make a reasonable guess that you believe it, it will help your application to mention this background. How does this change the way that you write your essays? Right? Particularly probably the main, you know, college app essay that um is like the core of like your story and, and things like that. Yes. So the way I like to think about affirmative action and what people are calling the end of affirmative action is mm. schools are still interested in capable, inquisitive, and impactful students on campus. Right? Like right. Yes, regardless of like anything else. Yes. And if there's a way for you to be able to showcase that and talk about your background, such as overcoming adversity, and of course, depending on what background um, you come from, so as an underrepresented student um, or as a student who really faced particular types of challenges going through your high school years, for example, um, that is still a topic that is open to you to discuss, right? There's still a way for you to talk about your background, talk about where you come from, um, 
talk about your connection to your community, to your family in a way that sort of still highlights uh, your identity and gets at what I was saying around what schools are still looking for. They're still looking for students that are able to overcome challenges. They're looking at students who are resourceful at problem solving. And so it's, yes, it, I, I agree with you. There, it's a little bit of a, a caveat. It ends up taking some of that information away from the demographic piece into who you are in your essay. Um, yeah, let me actually pause there. <laughs> yeah, I think that's interesting, right? I mean, I think that the biggest, um, I think that the biggest thing is that maybe before you would just kind of talk about, I mean, yeah, so correct me if I'm wrong here, but I would imagine that, you know, in the past you would just talk about, let's say, growing up in public housing as an example, mm. right? And now I feel like maybe you will want to make sure that you make it clear, like, beyond that, like what your race is, or is, am I overthinking this and maybe you shouldn't mm. do that, right? I mean, I think it's it's fair to say that these schools still, they want their student bodies to be diverse and they are going to do their best to accomplish that even without like the official demographic data, right? So I guess maybe the first question is like, should you make sure if you're from if you believe you're in a group that will be getting you know a little bit of a priority like should you make sure to mention your race in the essay that's kind of the tough first question for you but mm, yeah um let me just backtrack a little and just say college admissions has never been you know, blanket fair. The fact that there's still, um, and we can come back to this later uh, in our conversation, like there's still legacy admissions, there's still donor admissions, like there's this whole system right. that- Which also got challenged, right? And might, yes, that might go down with Absolutely. It. So yeah, we can talk about that um, a little bit later, but schools are still- Ultimately, what they're looking for is they're looking to create a diverse student body. And what diversity means from a university point of view is, yes, racial diversities. There's like socioeconomic diversity, but there's also diversity of like life experiences. And so kind of going back to your question, Tyler, around do you mention race when you're talking about sort of like overcoming challenges or um, how you structure your personal statement? I think you can, but it it really comes back to like, what do you think is important to you, right? Like there's a lot of focus on what it, universities want and how are they gonna look at this? And it's like, stop thinking about them, right? Like, how do you wanna present yourself? Like what's important to you as a person? What has made you who you are? And if part of that is, uh, if part of that is how you grew up, like what your family structure was like, um, your socioeconomic background, or you're highly involved in your um, your community with your within your ethnic group, like yeah, that's a huge part of who you are, and you should talk about that in your essay because that highlights what you care about and what you identify with. 
if that is not something that is really big where you're not really involved in sort of like community and you're not, um, you know, you're not big on sort of like advocating for your community or involved in activism, like then that isn't a big part of necessarily your identity. So then you don't put it into your essay if it's not, if it feels like it's not there for a good reason. Does that kind of like yeah. clarify things a bit? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that a, a good college essay should always be as genuine as possible. Um, and I also just, I, I was asking that question a little bit cynically, right? But it's just kind of <laughs> like, you know, is, is this like a tactic that people are going to use? I mean, maybe that's the better question. Do you feel like this is going to be a thing that becomes more common now? I think a lot of students from underrepresented backgrounds have historically already incorporated aspects of that in their essays uh, because they're talking about like how they grew up, certain um, challenges that they have overcome. And when I talk about challenges, I mean like it's like personal challenges, but also like systemic challenges um, within right. the U.S., right? Or like as international students coming into the U.S., for example. Um, so there are definitely elements to that that have already been incorporated in the past. And I think there may be a chance to highlight it a little bit more now in the essay. You know that it's necessarily a a situation where you're now going to put it in if you weren't, um, it, it wasn't something Talking that you would have before. already. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. So then what do you think changes for essays in general, right? Do you feel like they're more important now than ever? I do think essays are super important. And I think it's also complex right now in a sort of post chat GPT world where so much can um, be done brainstorming or outlining um, already online. But I do think that the essay is going to be highly important and it's going to be actually the piece that's going to help differentiate you from the other applicants whether it's about who you are and your identity or about like how you're actually writing your essay that's going to be different from the, if we're being cynical here, the masses of students that are going to be utilizing ChatGPT to create a, a general structure. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely, uh, I would advise against using ChatGPT just as a side topic. But uh, yeah, I think it's, I mean, It'll be, I think if anything, it places even more emphasis on like the standout essays, right? I mean, yeah, I think that it'll probably become a lot more important to, it, or a really good essay will stand out even more and be even more important than it was before. But, you know, the average essays are probably going to remain pretty average. And I feel like there's going to be, you know, if you want a low effort average essay, then sure, use Chat GPT. But I just don't think that you're going to get the best possible high quality essay doing that. I absolutely agree. And I also think it doesn't get at your personality. And if your college application is supposed to be a reflection of your authentic self and the person that you strive to become in college, then you want your personality to shine through, whether it's in sort of like your sentence structure or your humor or bringing in analogies 
like however you typically show up in the world that should come through in your essay right yeah any other thoughts on just like essays nowadays and and after the SCOTUS ruling anything specific advice wise that you'd give to students I would say you know there's no <laughs> this is um this is very sort of like hopeful and idealistic of me um but <laughs> I I like to say that there's no other person like you. And so there's no other person with the same background, the same sort of interests and the same hopes and dreams that you have um, and the same influences. And so the more that you can bring that in and the more that you can bring in something unique and like quirky and really something that your friends or people who know you well would really describe as like, oh, this is you, this is your quirk, um, mm -hmm. the better, because then you're not only able to highlight, okay, you know, I'm going to be a great student, I'm going to be a great roommate and person who contributes on campus, but I'm also someone who's just like highly interested in this very niche specific area, or I'm someone who takes a lot of effort to, you know, look into something that nobody else really cares about. And I think that aspect of who you are and what makes you you, the more unique you can be and the more you can showcase that, the better. Right. Yeah, I think that is really good advice. I mean, I like an example that I heard from a different episode that I think makes a lot of sense in this context is like, you know, this girl wrote an essay about how she grew up with her grandmother in Morocco and how different the, you know, things were for women in Morocco when she was a, a girl versus when, you know, her as a granddaughter was growing up and like the lessons she learned from that. Right. And I feel like that's like a good example of both being really true to your authentic self. And also, you know, you're, you're pretty clearly implying that you are coming from a pretty different background than most people mm -hmm. without hitting people over the head with it. Um, and yeah, I think it's like examples like that, I think will become sort of the new high bar for what is the way to kind of navigate this new world. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, and uh, you know, you're talking about this relationship relationships you have with your family members or with your community. You can highlight aspects of your background, such as, um, you know, bonding over your cuisine or like aspects where you can actually really highlight your identity, where you come from, your ethnic background. Um, that's totally like valid and open and you should lean into it. Um, or, right. you know, another great example that, um, I was reading recently and talked about in, in another webinar is, um, an essay about this kid who, you know, he doesn't necessarily focus on his his background so much, but about his like own personal kind of like personality traits where he talks about, um, you know, he had this huge fear of pigeons growing up, just like debilitating. And but why pigeons? I, you got to read his essay. <laughs> right. But yeah. Um, and that's, that's fear. definitely attention grabbing, right? Well, what I loved about his particular essay is that he talks about this fear and then how he is the sort of person that really chooses to face things head on. And so he went 
and like I'm trying to remember where it was must have been um in a square in Italy somewhere um, oh yeah I was gonna say New York City Central Park but yeah <laughs> if he's not in New York City <laughs> could have been i'm trying to remember but i think like that in and of itself like showing sort of like geographic destination is another way to highlight um like where you're from like where uh what your experiences have been but anyway i digress and he uh he throws this handful of bird seed into the air and just let the pigeons like land on him and it was 100 percent exposure therapy that was self-directed but it was an amazing essay that didn't really talk about his background, but really gets at like the type of person he is and the quirks that make him unique. And I think that that is another way for you to really approach your personal statement. Yeah, that's great. I love all of that advice. Um, any other parting thoughts before we wrap up? Um, Uh, don't let ChatGPT write your essay for you (laughs) absolutely agree with that um do not use ChatGPT if you want a standout essay that really gets at who you are but um but also i think you know yes the scotus ruling is really i think unfortunate in how um schools are able to look at different aspects of diversity but there are absolutely still ways for you to incorporate who you are um into your essays And I think there are aspects of it through even your extracurriculars and what you are involved in um, within your school or within your community that can really get at the different components of diversity and what make you you that can be highlighted. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much. This is Ben Shift, a college admissions podcast for a changing world, hosted by Tyler from Achievable with Steph Shu from Admitsi. And as a reminder, you can get a free trial of Achievable's ACT course by visiting achievable.me and be sure to use the code podcast to get 10% off if you like it.